Hey, welcome to Tangible Takeaways, episode 80. I'm Jackson. Uh, today we're gonna be baking, but we're also, uh, today I'm gonna be talking about how maybe a couple of small steps of obedience could set you in the right direction for repentance. And my name is Aaliyah. I will be talking a little bit about letting God speak into your life and your decisions. And she brought some good food today. All that and more on this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Aaliyah, what are we gonna be cooking today? Today, we are going to make a giant choose-your-own-adventure cookie. Giant cookie? Yes. Come on, yeah. I'm so excited to it's eat this. It's gonna be fun. Um, we're not going healthy this time. No. And I've been on a pretty big health kick with people recently. I noticed, and I and said, I have to fix that. Yeah, I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the sweets. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so if somebody wanted to cook along with us today, what kind of things do they need on hand? Yes, okay, so you are gonna need some cookie dough. This is cookie, cookie dough, dough that I made. This is like Toll House cookie dough, back of the package instructions. This is about a half batch, maybe a little bit less because we have a cookie baking in the oven right now, our swap. Yes. This is totally normal cookie dough other than the fact that it is gluten-free. I cannot eat gluten. Ooh. I know, but you're, it's gonna be so good you won't even be able to tell. Okay. It's cookie dough. I've had it sitting out for probably an if hour. If it really is that good, then they're probably gonna need the recipe in the comments at some point. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you if it's that good. I can't vouch for yeah, it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. But you need cookie dough. That's building block number one. Okay. I brought a lot. So the reason it's called Choose Your Own Adventure Cookie is Jackson is gonna pick all of our mix-ins today. Yes. Okay, so I brought a lot Selection. of options. I love it. And so I'm gonna show them to you guys right now and Jackson is gonna get to pick. I'll have no say. Yucky. Okay, so we have white chocolate chips. Yes. Okay, white chocolate. Good. We Don't have know how I feel. some of these are open because I had to sample them, you know, yes. make, make sure some sample good. cookies, make sure they were good. We have some Reese's chips. I've never seen these before. These are like Ooh. peanut butter chips. Okay. okay. Legit though. We have dark chocolate chips. Okay, very dark nice. Dark chocolate. Big fan of the chips. We have mini M&Ms. Okay. Always okay. fun. It's a little bit of crunch, but still chocolate. Yeah. So that's kind of fun and some color. We have mini marshmallows. Oh. These marshmallows have melted together, but for, if you pick melted, it, I will- not stale. They're not stale, they're melted together. And if you pick these, I will explain why this melted version actually might be better than the normal unmelted version. Now I'm tempted. We have sprinkles. Mm. I do happen to be a sprinkle fan. I know. You don't have to be a hater. You yeah, can yeah, just... yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, cool, geez. neat idea. Yeah, thank you. We have Oreos, also gluten-free, because I'm gluten-free and I want to be able to enjoy this with you. Yes. Considering your earlier comments, I'll and be surprised I if be you inclusive. pick them. Uh-huh, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I'm not gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> we have some potato chips. Okay, so salt in a cookie is really fun, actually. Crunch, too? Mm -hmm. So I made a giant cookie last week and I just did classic chocolate chip, but I salted the top and it just gives you a little bit of like contrast. It's pizzazz. It's a little Fancy zip. cookie. And I love kettle potato chips. I would not recommend like a traditional Lay's. I think you need the thickness of a kettle cooked chip and if you, you're gonna do this. you can eat these. I can eat these. Okay. Potato does not have gluten. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last Just thing. checking. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. You're so inclusive. The last thing is semi-sweet chocolate chips. I don't know why my husband brought bought me the Winco brand. I'm not trying to slander Winco, but it's is it the best brand of chocolate. If you have Nestle or you know Toll House, Pirelli, even that would be better. Ooh, wow. But this will do. Okay, so these are our mix-in options, Jackson, and it is a choose your own adventure. So you are gonna pick all our mix-ins. It's a lot of pressure because you got to think about combos. You yeah. Know? Oh, for sure. So, I would not recommend everything here. 
Yeah. That would be too much. That'd be too much. Dark chocolate for sure. Okay, Very dark fun. chocolate's a winner. Also, I don't even have to try these, but I'm going to. Yep, that's bussin'. I didn't even know that those existed. No, so me that's neither. pretty fun. And Great it does bad. really taste like the peanut butter inside a Reese's peanut I don't peanut like to cup. make this cookie one day. That cookie Well, that's looks not because awesome. we're making it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's um, stay on track here. Okay, so I'm on board with that. Okay, dark chocolate Reese's chips. Chocolate peanut butter. It's going to be good. I think dark chocolate's going to be fun versus the usual semi-sweet. Yeah. I'm definitely okay, so going to go with these. Because I'm curious about, you know, what you were saying about this. But also, I think this is a good combination. Yep, I agree. You've sold me on the chips. Chips are really fun. And now I'm left with you know, kind of adventurous choices for me. Right. Obvious M&M's, that's on the same plane as semi-sweet okay. with me. I've got the crunch through here. I've got the chocolate here. I pick something fun. Yep. I'm on the edge of my seat. I think I'm going to go white chocolate wow. chips. That's a real well, risk for me. That's a dark horse right there. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about white chocolate, but I feel like it could be fun. Okay, let's do it. It's okay. your adventure. I'm. It's your world and I'm living in okay. it. Okay, so bring our cookie dough to the center. Cookie dough. We are going to start mixing things in. So I'll just talk about this for a second. The reason I think these are better clumped up together is because if you've ever baked with marshmallows in a cookie, they disappear completely. It's just sugar. Uh, marshmallows are sugar and gelatin pretty much. So when you so bake it, just, it, it just dissolves, but it has this really nice caramelization. The mini marshmallows are so small that they pretty much disappear. Like it's almost like you didn't It's almost like you didn't put them. it in. Yeah. A big marshmallow is too big. Yes. Because so these the are melted together, minis. it's like a clump. It's right like the per this is like the perfect size, or maybe even half of this, that you'll get a little bit of marshmallow, but it'll mostly be that caramelized, like Ooh. crunchy. It's really good. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna let you just start putting stuff in. Okay. I'll, start I'll, with I'll these work on guys marshmallows. Out of pure nervousness. Oh, that's way too much. I'm excited. Do you feel like you're on a roller coaster I'm right now? You're anxious. going over the I'm anxious about over this. the edge. Is that too few? That's like, like why bother putting I'm, them in? You need to do a little bit more. I'm not taking enough risk, but I feel like I'm taking a lot of I just don't want the white chocolate to ruin the cookie for me. You know? I'm gonna I do think I'm gonna you're... do half of this. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's like he thinks it's gonna hurt him or something. <laughs> I'll try another. Okay. You have to sample as you go. You're going to create a bite. Okay. Do these come pre-crushed? No. So you got to crush them with your hands and it's the shards might hurt you a little bit, but push through the pain. That did hurt a little. Yeah. Bit. I, they're kind of painful, but it's worth it. As I said, I think this is the right thickness that you don't lose it in the crunching cookie. too much. I honestly am curious if it's too much potato chip, but it's your adventure and I'm excited to I be a part of it. I just took a handful. I didn't know. No, it's good. It's good. Didn't know what the else salt to is do. fun. They're not going to be as crunchy in the cookie, but it's still good. Wow. I think I just have potato is that chip enough? oil. All is that over enough my marshmallow hand. for you or do you want a little more? I I'd go a little more a on little that. A little more. Okay. Now this is going to be generous. Yeah, dark chocolate is good and these are big chips too. Yeah, which, which is, is going to be fun on a me. giant cookie. Okay. And then this is also going to be generous. This might as well just get. You're a big peanut butter here. fan. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. I'm not about trying this to peanut throw butter shade. Combination. I don't want to throw shade right now, but this is a definite step up from peanut butter ganache. Yes, that which, is. Just to set the record straight, <laughs> ganache is chocolate. <laughs> it's chocolate and cream. It's like a thick chocolate. It's like. Thicker than an icing. It is not anything it's, close to It's not what, to what we had on made. the first episode of it's cooking. It's fine. He just said a word that he thought was fancy. Yes. No shade, all love. Yeah. But this is a step up, in my opinion. It is. Okay, so now you're going to mix this. Okay. 
and try to just get it as Any... thoroughly incorporated as you can. Okay. I it... think you might want to start with like a chopping motion to break up the dough a little bit. Okay. And then I'm feeling start progress here. And then start with some circular stirring and folding. Do you know what I mean when I say fold? Like that? Did I just do a fold? Like yeah, kind of like that. It's okay. hard because the dough is a little bit stiff. While Jackson is that mixes it's that, free? well, it's just because it's kind of cold. I'm Gosh, very excited. Not about everything this is because it's gluten free. <laughs> so what you'll need if you're making this at home, this is just a that cookie sheet, me. and I've lined it with parchment paper just to make cleanup easier. So nothing crazy, and I'm not even going to grease it because Ooh. I don't think it needs it. Also, I forgot to. I think I did a fold. Way to go! It's looking well combined here. I think I've got some serious potato chippage at the bottom there that's not... That's not combined? Yeah. Well, the dough is sticky, so if you can get a part that has a lot of dough down there, it's going to stick to it kind of like... Um, there we go. Like glue or something. Okay. This is becoming quite noisy and, you know, it's, yeah, you're it's strenuous work here. Okay, I think we're good. Okay. So what you're going to do now... And this is going to be a little scary for you because you don't really like to get your hands dirty. They're already very oily. It's, from it's the... part of cooking and baking. I will help you. We'll be okay. a team. Okay. You're going to plop the dough right in the middle of the pan right here. Okay. Just in a, like a mound. Eh. You're doing great. There we go. That's most of it. So that was We want good. the most we can get because then it's going to be a better cookie to share with our friends. Art Oikos. Yeah. Is this an 8 to 15 size cookie? Honestly, no. <laughs> Maybe 8 to 15 toddlers. Is this okay what I'm doing? Yeah, it's good. You washed your hands, right? I did. I, I did. think that that's part of um, when you're having people in your home, not they should this. expect that your fingers were on their food while you were cooking it. Maybe I'm just a bad cook. I don't like to so think about that. So my fingers always have to be in the food to yeah, make it happen. If I'm visiting somebody's home, I'm definitely not thinking like, oh, your fingers were on this food. But I'm also seeing that that's pretty hard to avoid. Yeah. Okay, so now... So that's, I'm imagining we're not going to cook it like no, that. No, we're not. That's We're going to make this into a circle, and I think we should aim for, like, this big. Like, what do you think that is? Maybe seven, eight inches in face, diameter? Face big? This big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you're going to do, I'm going to show you. We're going to be pushing it down and okay. also spreading it at the same time because it's in a ball right now. We don't want to so just down smash and it. Out a it's kind of down and out towards the edges. You're trying to make a circle because okay. it's going to bake, continue to bake out, but if you just bake it like a blob, it's going to be all weird. Okay. You can do this. Wait, do you want me to? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Very good. Excellent. Are you freaking out right now inside? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're aiming for a quarter, between half and a quarter inch of thickness. Yep, just like that. Okay, That's great. just pinch. Yep. And it's going to, do you want me to take over from here? Am I doing a bad job? No, you're doing really good. I just didn't know if it was too much for you. Am I needing to push down in the center more? Yeah, That's I think the vibe I'm you going want up. it to be as even as possible, and we're aiming between a half and a quarter inch of thickness. That looks really good, actually. That's uh, that's gonna, where I tap out. Okay, that's good. Yeah. You did a good job. You can I go wash your hands. I desperately need to wash my hands. He's going to have a meltdown. Oh, man. And um, I'm going to just kind of try to make this as circular as possible and make sure it's even. So I'm kind of patting it with my palm, and I'm like, okay, this part feels a little high to me, so I'm going to use my palm to push it outward to make it as even as I can. This cookie looks really good, Jackson. You did a great job. There's a lot of mix-ins here. I think it's going to be pretty delicious. I'm pretty excited about the about cookie. Yay big. As projected? As we were, yes, it's about face width big, maybe a little bigger. 
What do you think? That looks really good. Pretty cute, right? That looks right? like a solid cookie. And imagine you're gonna, and it, it is gonna spread. So it's not gonna stay at this size. Okay. I think if you made this dough fresh and then put your mix-ins in, I probably would recommend chilling it before you put it here because then it won't spread as much. This has been out for a little bit, so our dough's a little warm. It might spread a bit, but who cares? That's okay. It's just more cookie for us to love. Yes. Okay, so this is done, and our swap should be done in just a moment, and then we will be able to see your masterpiece, Jackson. Beautiful. I actually, it looks like it's done right now. Okay, I'm gonna wash my hands. Okay, how long How long does this go into the oven for? You can tell me while you wash your hands. We're about to find out, because I'm not sure if the cookie in the oven right now is done. Okay. So why don't you open the oven and describe to me what you see? Okay. <laughs> Wow, I am seeing the spreadage that you talked about. I'm also seeing something really exciting about those marshmallows. How do the edges look? It looks what would, like- What would the color of the edges, how would you describe it? looks like a cookie. Um, the color of the edges looks light brown, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna need a little more description. <laughs> Is the edge darker than the middle? Yes, a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna come look with you Just ever so slightly. Middle's looking slightly raw, though. Yeah, that's so. the hard thing about a giant cookie. The volume of the cookie is so big. It's hard to manage. You don't want the edges too dark. If you were a really thorough baker, which I am not always, and you feel like the edges were getting too dark, you could cover them with foil. But oh, wow. I find that to be finicky and annoying, so I don't usually do it. So let's look. Okay. I can show the camera. Okay, so this looks delicious. It's definitely not done. The middle looks like cookie dough. That was the vibe I was getting. Yeah, you did okay, really good. good. I want the middle to have some crack. See how it's kind of, um, see how this has some like waves in it? Yes. I want the middle to have, I want it to some go more wavage. towards the middle. This looks like dough to me. So I'm gonna put it back in the oven. The marshmallows look really yummy. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put this back in here and I'm gonna say at least five more minutes. Should we put this guy in? Um, yeah, as long as we run two timers. Okay. So why don't you set your timer for another five minutes Okay. for the big cookie, first one, and I'm gonna set a timer for 16 minutes. Okay. Or something like that. And we'll see if that's better for our smaller, our newer cookie. Sounds um, like a plan. Before we discuss. Yes. Well, we can discuss over over a little spatula. Over some dough. Gluten-free dough. I want to be clear that this dough is not, you Ooh. should not eat this. It's not advised. I wouldn't advise a child to eat this. Why? Because, well, why, are, why should you not eat cookie dough? Do you know? Because it's too yummy. Raw eggs. Because <laughs> you eat too much, you get tummy yeah. ache. <laughs> raw eggs. This does have okay. raw eggs, but do as we say, not as we do. Okay, so we shouldn't be filming this is a bad idea. I'll let you know if I feel bad later. Um, okay, so while we wait for our cookie, yes. tell me this, um, Place at the Table series that we've been in, you're a big foodie. I am. Um, you love cooking, baking. What's sticking out to you about the series as in general? You know what I love is how, um, I don't want to say tangible, intangible takeaways. But Jesus is dealing very physically with people, mm. not only in the way he's interacting with them, but it's a very, like, I even think back to the first week of him feeding the 5,000. He was not only meeting a spiritual need, but a physical one. Mm. I'm also going to feed you. Yeah. Right? And just the idea, food is so, everyone has to eat. Like, it's so 
baseline for all of us. And we all have experienced eating food that we love. We've hopefully all experienced a meal that was like life-changing for us, or maybe not even life-changing, but meaningful to us, people yeah. we love around a table. I just love the humility of a meal with people, mm. like who are any of us to be eating with Jesus, who are any of these people. And I love how physical it is. Like, it's like very real, you yeah. know, him eating with people. It's not all this ethereal preaching on a mountain, which is great too, but he's meeting a tangible need. He's eating with them. Just the humility of that. I yeah. love thinking about. And engaging with them on such a physical level yes. as well, which is so, we put Jesus in such a spiritual category normally. So it's very, um, it's very different mm -hmm. for us to like look at him that way. Mm -hmm. And then you've got this specific story with Zacchaeus. What stands out to you as maybe unique about this story or different about mm -hmm. it? Good question. You know, I think really seeing, as I was listening to the message about how Zacchaeus was pursuing Jesus and Jesus was pursuing him, mm. like we see that he's going after Jesus and then Jesus is meeting him there yeah, and pursuing him you know, back, I guess, it's reciprocal, um, I think was really powerful for me and that Jesus invited himself over. Mm. Like that was very, I think shows that he was not shy. Like, you know, Zacchaeus is going out of his way to see him, to be in a tree and make sure he caught a glimpse of Jesus. And so for Jesus to then be like, I have to come to your house today, I just think is so powerful. And um, yeah, it was just, it's a great story. And really even thinking about how hated he was, like putting that in perspective. A tax collector feels so like, I don't really know what that is. I know yeah. it's bad. People don't like tax collectors. Like, the IRS is inconvenient. But right. I'm like, it's annoying, but I don't, you know. So it was really cool to hear Pastor Todd talking through that, what that would really be like. And yeah. Yeah. And I do think it's interesting, the, the pursuit of Jesus. We're always very... I think shy in the way that we demonstrate our emotion and mm -hmm. what we're, um, how we feel about a person. But you see just the opposite with Jesus. Jesus is so direct. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid to say what he feels. He's not afraid to say that he's um, interested or mm -hmm. that he wants a relationship with us. And I think that is such a powerful like reminder. Mm -hmm. And especially for somebody who was such an outcast who was in everybody else's eyes so far from grace, mm -hmm. so far from being deserving of a relationship with God. And when I think about that, I think, man, that story, it ought to be encouraging for the rest of us, that we would look at that story of Zacchaeus and we would say, man, like how good has God been to me? And why would I question his desire for me? If he right. wants somebody like Zacchaeus, and it doesn't matter what I've done, today or yesterday or in my lifetime that I think makes me undeserving, man, when he's in pursuit of me, he's not going to be shy about it. And it doesn't have to do with my performance. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something so, you know, you even see the way Zacchaeus is trying to get a glimpse of him. Zacchaeus is trying to get up. Yeah. And Jesus's instructions to him is come down. Yeah. Come down and be with me. Yeah. And I think, man, how much of my relationship with God is me trying to get up Mm -hmm. And he's trying to bring me down. Yeah. And I think not in like a bring me down, like right. kind of a way, but like bring me to a place of humility Absolutely. because that's where I'm going to experience him. Yeah. Even thinking about Zacchaeus 
being in a tree. I mean, how awkward <laughs> like yeah. to be. And he's someone that is like high up in the society, not liked, but he's in this position of power. Yeah. And then for him to be climbing a tree to, I mean, I'm sure people are like, what is this guy doing? If I saw an adult man climbing a tree during a parade, I'd kind of be like, okay. Like what's happening? Yeah. And so even the humility of his pursuit, like not caring how yeah. he looked, like being so compelled by who Jesus is that he'll, you know, go to whatever lengths to see him, I think it's really powerful. Yeah. Well, my timer just went off. Okay. So should we check our cookie? Let's check it. Okay. So we are looking for more browning around the edges and it being more set in the middle. I'm going to entrust this one to you. Okay. Are you scared of the oven? You can no, be honest. I just don't. I feel like after last time, I'm not the best at identifying when it's No, done. it's good. You're supposed to be learning, right? Yeah. Okay. So can you see how this oh, is better? Oh, that looks more much dark. better. So here's where this is still a choose your own adventure. I think it might still be a tiny bit doughy in the middle, but we could pull it if you wanted. I'm fine with doughy, you know? You want it that doughy? Okay, wait, let me touch it with my finger. Cause I might not let you choose your own adventure if I think you're that wrong. Eh, I'm gonna say two more, one minute. One minute. One minute. Okay. Because I'm when something is this hot, it's gonna keep baking when you pull it out. So okay. it'll keep setting, but I just think we're just shy of where it'll set to a good spot. I right think, on the cusp. I think the edges could get a little darker and you still wouldn't be like, ooh, this is crunchy. Okay. So I think we're gonna go. I'm, I'm trusting you. One minute. Thank you for teaching me. I should have checked on the other cookie, but that's okay. We'll check next time. Um, okay, so tell me this though. Zacchaeus goes to some really pretty extensive lengths to even get a view of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's got me thinking about like, Man, okay, so Jesus isn't walking around physically today, so we can't go to these like great lengths to see him. Um, but I do think there's something, there is that seeker aspect to Zacchaeus, which like you said, was pointed out really well in the message this weekend. He's maybe not bought in on like, I wanna give my life to Jesus yet, mm -hmm. but he's super interested by mm -hmm. Jesus, enough to like really take some kind of, like you said, weird strides, mm -hmm. climbing a tree, stuff like that. So. You know, if that's Zacchaeus's position, how do we take some of those steps mm. in our life that are maybe, you know, towards or in pursuit seeking after Jesus? That's a really good question. I think um, one of the things that I'm always reminded of, and it almost frustrates me with its simplicity and how little I do it, is making the rhythm of solitude and quiet time mm. with the Lord a priority like that everything else gets oriented around that. Usually that's the thing I'm cramming into my day. Like that's the yeah. last thing. Do I have time? Do I want to get out of bed early enough to do this? Do yeah. I want to be intentional about it? But I think for us to really be seeking after God, we have to be spending time with Him. And He makes Himself so accessible to us. Um, so I know that sounds so simple and like, maybe even silly, but I think that that's one of the most important things is that yeah. we're really intentional about that time with him. Yeah. I was, you know, I think recently a good practice that's been built in my life has been being in God's word, which is great and has reaped a whole bunch of benefit in yeah. my spiritual life. But one of the things that I felt really clearly that God said to me about a, a week ago was that I'm really interested in his word. I'm just not very interested in his presence. Mm. And that was super convicting for me. And I remember a couple years ago being like, God, I just don't really care to spend time in your word. And I felt super guilty about that. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of been this process of like building that desire and that want into my life. 
And now I'm I'm realizing I need that same thing, but for his presence yeah. to be with him. Yeah. And it's so important to remember in that seeking after him that he wants to be with us. Yeah. He doesn't just want the transactional relationship that I think we actually all want. We would yeah. prefer the transactional it's relationship. Yeah. It seems like it's easier. Yeah, but he wants a far more intimate relationship with us, one that's personal, and um, he wants the ability to be with us. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, I, how much do I care to be with him? Mm -hmm. Would I be willing to look weird to be with him? Would yeah. I be willing to climb a tree to be yeah. with him? Like, I don't know that I'm there yet. Yeah. And I want to be. No, and I want sure. to, I want to care enough about his presence to seek him. Yeah. Additionally, I think it's probably time to check say, the cookie again. I know my internal clock, clock. is like, okay, it's cookie time. All right. My I internal honestly, clock is always on, <laughs> always on cookie time. I think this might be it. Okay. I think this might be time. And I'll show you our other <laughs> cookie too. I'm not sure how long it's been in here now. Maybe we can figure that out and post how long it was in here, but... Oh, that seeing what you're seeing. That looks perfect to me. That looks much better. So see how it's cracking a little bit? Before, it was super doughy. Yes. And it wasn't, I don't know if the camera can see. It wasn't like cracking on the top. It was just smooth. Now you're seeing those little cracks come through. I think as it settles, it's going to bake a little more. The edges are just at the edge of what I'm okay with browning-wise on a giant cookie. So I'm going to say this is done. That's donezo. I'm going to put this on the stove. I like... This, using the stove for cooling things because it lets air underneath a wire rack is best, but I didn't bring one. So the stove will have to fine. do. This is our other cookie, which was named Little Cookie. And I think that was appropriate because I don't think it's spreading quite as much. And this still has a while to go in its baking process. Yes. I would say we're at least 10 minutes out. I don't know if you can, yeah. or at least 10 minutes out on this looks, guy. Looks raw. Which is good. I'm gonna move it to the lower rack though, because I really like how that cookie baked. And I'm not sure if that one might be too close to the top. So we're gonna move that down. So much science involved. I'm, you know, really basking in your knowledge of Thank you. baking here. I don't know how much theological knowledge I have for you, but if it comes when it comes to cookies, that's I have been some pretty, things that's to been share. pretty good. That's been pretty good today too. Uh, uh, um Okay, where were we? We were talking about Zacchaeus kind of being willing to look weird for Jesus, yes. being willing to be in pursuit. You know what I was thinking about is um, reorienting our plans around the Spirit instead of bringing my plans to the Holy Spirit saying, this is what I want to do. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Waiting for Him to lead and guide and direct, even with stuff at work, with things in my family, in our marriage. like. I think so often I just get in this mode of like, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, God is the center of my life, but I just kind of do things. I just keep going throughout my day instead of really allowing, like seeking after Jesus to say, no, but what should I do? Mm. What should I like, what should I do for this next event at work? Not even those little things like allowing space for the Holy Spirit to speak in. I think so often I'm like, I have this great idea. Please let it go well, Lord. Like yeah. bless my plans, yeah. bless what I want to do, bless my idea rather than saying, no, what do you have for me? Mm. What do you, how do you want to use me? How do you want to use our team? You know, things like that. I think that's a way that we can seek him is really seeking his wisdom and his direction in our plans. Yeah. And sometimes that means I think that 
his leading will not always make sense yeah. because it's for a bigger picture. Yeah. And, but I think Jesus is so compelling. I mean, you see Zacchaeus willing to pay back all this money that he's taken. Um, I think he's so compelling that even the things that don't make sense or the things that are hard are, we're able to do them with his strength because he is so um, compelling to us and also so convincing. Like, yeah. Everything he has is the best thing we could get, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, to speak to what you're saying about us kind of having almost too many preset plans mm -hmm. to begin with, to even invite God in to be led by him, man, I it got me thinking about, I recently did like a free trial of this like artificial intelligence assistant that's supposed to basically take your to-do list and schedule it throughout your day. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and I tried it and it was just not working at all because there was, it wasn't scheduling tasks. And so I was digging into like, why is it not scheduling my tasks to get done? Cause these are stuff that I need to get done. I want to get done. And, um, as I, as I dug deeper, there was no time in my day for mm -hmm. them to schedule the tasks. I had too many meetings already scheduled for any of the tasks that They're I like, had. They're like, well, you'll never work again. Yeah, it's like, well, actually we've pushed all these things, mm -hmm. you know, 130 weeks out, mm -hmm. which is way past your deadline, but you don't have time for it because you've already pre-scheduled all of these other things. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, what a picture of the way our relationship with God is where we're like, Lord, I'd love for you to lead me and direct me, but this is my schedule. And this is what I already want to do. Yeah. And if you say something that isn't what I really want to do, then I'm probably not going to listen. Yeah. You know, like I already have this idea. This is already my plan. So here's your tiny blocks, mm -hmm. you know? And I think what's important for us to be reminded of is that God refuses to conform to us. We will conform to him, mm -hmm. right? Zacchaeus wants to kind of have this ascent to Jesus and be recognized and celebrated or whatever. And Jesus's instruction is, no, you come to me. Yeah. I'm not coming and up I'm the coming tree. And I'm coming to your house. Yeah. I'm not coming up the tree, but cancel your plans for the day and mm -hmm. you're coming down mm -hmm. because that's how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. And man, am I willing to cancel plans or to leave them more open-handed so that I can be led by him mm -hmm. first and foremost? Um, that's just such a great point for us to be walking away from this story with. How much longer on this should we wait? Are you, are you really distracted? I've got cookie brain. <laughs> Let me look. I've got it. one more question for you, but I've got cookie brain. Oh, this is my timer for the other cookie. So while we're talking cookie, I'm going to check, even though we know since, it's probably not ready, I'm just going to take a little peek. Since we're on cookie brain I'll just, anyways. I'll explain what I see. Okay. I can tell you it's not done. It's all one color. Definitively. It's definitively not ready. So I'm going to set a timer for, that's my calculator. I'm going to set a timer for seven more minutes. I still don't think it'll be done. I am a baker that tends to be very... Um, check it early, not late. I check it a lot. Yeah. And I'll... Okay, two more minutes. Okay, three more minutes. I'd rather do that. I have overbaked. No one wants to eat an overbaked baked good. Yes. I've learned that the hard way from you and everyone else in our family. Okay. This actually feels good. Okay. I think we're ready to cut this. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So if I had planned better, I would have brought my cutting board. Oh, okay. But I'm seeing the plan. marshmallow thing yes. you talked about. So that's here. a marshmallow crater. I right can there. lift this up and show the camera. This, you want to point to it, Jackson? Marshmallow crater. That's a marshmallow crater. So that's where the marshmallow uh -huh. got cooked down. Kind of and settled the, in. Yes. And it's just cooked sugar. And as it cools, it's going to become almost crunchy in a good way. And all of this, oh, sorry, I should have 
Point to these little pools these at the edges. Right there? Those are marshmallow. That's marshmallow pools, and they're really oh, delicious. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I am going to cut this with a pizza cutter. Okay. And this pan is still a little warm. I don't know that the people who own these pans will be thrilled that I'm cutting on this pan, but we have parchment paper down. Ooh, glides through so nice because the nice. cookie is so warm. So the way I usually cut a cookie of this size is I just keep doing even cuts. So, okay, now what I'm gonna do, so I did one cut this way, one cut this way, I have four big pieces. I'm gonna do a cut here. I'm gonna cut each of those four sections into sections of three. Does that make ah, sense? So we're gonna okay. end up with, I believe, 12 pieces if my math is correct. So eight to 15 size cookie is, that's correct. It is eight to 15. It is eight to 15 size. Let's call this an Oikos cookie yeah. right here. Choose your own adventure Oikos um, You might want to grab a paper towel okay. or a napkin, something we can put these I'm on. on. I'm, I've got cookie brain. I'm Jackson very excited. Jackson has cookie brain right now, which is a real thing. Cookie brain is real. Okay, so I'm going to show off. This is what our cookie looks like all cut up. It looks like a pizza. It hopefully does not taste like pizza. Pizza has its own place in time. That's next week. Looks, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm also I'm now going to use the pizza cutter to kind of lift up these pieces. Oh. And because these are the first two, this is not advisable how warm we're eating this because they're going to kind of fall apart. They're still going to taste really good though. But I'm very excited. Okay, so I'm going to use it to lift off two pieces. Yeah, it's too warm. Okay, so when you do this at home, you should wait longer. Let it cool. Do you want two pieces? Sure. Okay. I'm not going to say no to two, two pieces. And the, the little middle there is still left. It's going to drive me nuts. I'm going to take it out. So we're also kind of, these pieces you're eating, if they seem extra doughy, it's because we've kind of stopped the cooking. Remember how I said it's going to keep, I'm just going to leave. It's going to keep cooking. It's getting worse. Well, the way when we pull it out, Thank we're you. pulling it away from the heat of the rest of the cookie. So it's kind of not going to keep cooking, but a little bit of an underdone cookie. I mean, who's ever complained about that? Thing. Yeah. So now the pieces are gonna come a little easier. I'm just gonna take one. There we go. Okay. Okay, so we're, I'm gonna move this. I'm gonna give you a review here. I'm gonna go like crust and then I'm gonna go doughy middle. Okay, wait, I'm gonna take a bite the same okay. time you do. Ready? Okay, yep. See, I'm in a little marshmallow section. Mm. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. The peanut butter's really coming through for me. Mm -hmm. The peanut butter chips. I threw a lot of them in, so. Mm -hmm. That's evident, but good. <laughs> it tastes good. I will say, I think this honestly will be even better when it cools. Something about gluten-free dough, it's like lighter. I'm not sure why it doesn't oh, by the way, as dense. I cannot tell that this is gluten-free dough at all. As I said, you wouldn't be able to. Mm -hmm. The trick, if you're a gluten-free baker, is to use Bob's Red Mill one-to-one -one flour. It's the best gluten-free flour I've found. Do you get kickbacks on that? Nope, no kickbacks. Just a shout-out to Bob and his people You've at the Red Bob, Mill. I've met you? Bob, and I thanked him for his gluten-free products. But that would be my recommendation. Use Bob's Red Mill flour. Otherwise, just make the Toll House recipe on the back of the bag. Oh, I'm digging this. Okay, last question okay. before we wrap up is this. Um, Zacchaeus has pretty big repentance moment. I feel like repentance is like an under-practiced spiritual discipline oh, for us. Yes, I agree. 
Are there elements that you see of the story or of Zacchaeus's context or like, what do you think leads to that big moment of repentance? And what could I kind of take away if I wanted to kind of see repentance grow in my life? I think part of the reason that you see such a big reaction from Zacchaeus is he sees that he's being called to more. Mm. So I think he sees the life that is available to him in Jesus. And that's why he not only says sorry, but says, I'm going to, because that word repent means turn around, right? So it's not just saying I'm sorry and stopping. It's turning and going another direction. So he's not only saying I'm sorry, but he's saying I'm going to repay this money that Mm. I've Mm. stolen. And you're saying like he's convinced that Jesus's way is best. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. And I think, I think the way we come to that is through reading God's word and seeing the example and the story, like same God that we follow now is the one in the Bible. And so seeing that story and all the ways that his way is the best way. And also through that time with him where you let his spirit move in your heart, Mm. where you say, I'm, I want to choose your way rather than my own. Yeah. That's a huge element. Like, right. uh, Pastor Tom has said before, if you are having a hard time obeying God, you don't have an obedience issue. You have a trust issue. Mm -hmm. You don't actually think that his ways are better. And so that's a huge piece. Like we're not going to turn a different direction if we don't actually think that direction is better Mm -hmm. than what we're doing currently. I also think he takes a small step of obedience first before repentance. Two, he comes down the tree when he's told to, and he prepares his house for Jesus. I mean, that's a few steps of obedience. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got all of that, those levels of obedience already. And so I think sometimes we need to start, we would maybe be disingenuine. It would be disingenuine of Zacchaeus from the top of the tree to say, I'm so sorry that I'm a tax collector and Mm -hmm. I've stolen from all these people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to kind of start the rhythm of obedience up again in our life. Take those couple of steps. And that's what ultimately begins moving us towards repentance. And then the other thing that I think that he does so well is he he is willing to kind of forsake the stuff that he was holding on to in place of Jesus. So he trusts that his way is best, but he also like wants Jesus over the things mm-hmm. that he's come to possess. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a longer process, mm-hmm. I think, for some of us. We need to come to a place that we want Jesus over the stuff that we formerly wanted. Mm -hmm. So we've got another cookie to check, but we're going to wrap this episode up because it's been a great time getting to eat some pizza cookie. I'm going to give this a 10. um, Out of? Out of 10. Okay, I just wanted to check. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe I like it so much because I help choose the ingredients, but... That's why it's choose your own adventure. Fun activity for kids. Absolutely. Family, small group, Mm -hmm. whatever. This has been Tangible Takeaways. Leave your takeaway in the comment there. And uh, don't forget to like the video, subscribe so that you get future videos as well. Absolutely. And uh, that's all we've got for this week. We'll catch you guys next week on Tangible Takeaways. Bye.